Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your host, Arik, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Lady J and T. How y'all doing? Hi, Arik. <laughs> What's up, Lady J? <laughs> that was fun. That I was needed fun. that to happen after 10 seasons. I know. <laughs> I wonder if people freaked out, though. I know, right? They're like, like, is this the right podcast? <laughs> It's like, what's going on? <laughs> Thank you for doing that and yeah, for being of course. a good sport. How are you? I'm pretty good. How have you been since the last time we talked to you? Pretty good, actually. Early December. Yeah. Start oh. of a new year, the whole thing, you know? Yeah, right? Early December. I wow. Know. I think so. I mean, we're recording this like several weeks ahead of time, but this will go up like in the third week of February. Mm-hmm. So it's been like almost three months since our last recap. This is okay. Yeah. Shed. I'm excited. <laughs> As am I, actually. So the listeners hopefully know our general thoughts about the season, but like yeah. without going into specifics, like what like what was your general feeling and like takeaway from season ten? I actually like this season more than your average season. So mm-hmm. Slightly above average. I would What's say. an average season for this show? Yeah, I mean it's it's again it's like a kind of like it's just melded, <laughs> combined in my brain all of the seasons put together. So like I have a general feeling: some are good, some are bad. I I can't pinpoint a specific season that was average. Like right, like this is like kind of in the middle of the road. Like it had good points and kind of bad. I points. guess that's like know. what like season four, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I don't or, know three i don't even know anymore yeah, if i'm being that. honest yeah. like it's all just one big blob of a show in my mind yes i figure we should probably know it as when mary leaves is that season four or season i think five? that's season four okay right that's in the middle of right. season four is when she like kicked it but then they kept her around for yeah, a few more Buffalo. episodes yeah okay i said kicked it like she yeah. died <laughs> jesus close enough <laughs> but no it's it, it I feel like it had more um, or less, you know, those cringeworthy, like, oh, like this show's horrible moments. Mm-hmm. But then it had a good amount of um, like, like actual moments where like I actually agree with some of these characters. I'm like, wow, these are great life lessons and some pretty funny moments, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a good um, summarization, I would say, of like the vibe of season 10. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I, I just feel like it started out so strong to the point where... It was like, oh shit, this is going to be their best season ever. Yeah. And it then it just became an average season. Like yeah. by the end of it, it was just like, just another season. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, which sucks considering it was their last season or as far as they as, knew. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, sure. like for their sake, it sucks because it's like, or for heaven's sake. Because um, <laughs> it's like, this is your last hurrah, you know? Like, yeah go for it man like do something big and i feel like a couple of episodes in there they tried to do that like they tried to have these like statements that they made you know which we'll which we'll get into but i don't know it's just i felt like meh about it by the end i wish the show had started with this momentum as as season 10 started oh like like from day one of season yeah yeah if it had started this way it could have been a really decent show. I think, it, yeah, it would have had potential. Yeah. Or maybe not really decent, but it would have been, like, watchable. Yeah. <laughs> you know yes, I mean? yes, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. So, T, like, I mean, again, we've sort of talked about it, but, like, yeah. general thoughts, like, where do you land? Are you, like, meh as well? or Towards the end, meh. Yeah. Because there was a time where, you know, we couldn't stand Rose and we wanted the Jeez. drama. Yeah. Well, but the show delivered that 
in the beginning. That's true. It was yeah. giving you the drama. So you're like, okay, fine. If that's where I'm going, I'm here for the ride. Mm-hmm. But then it ended so nice. <laughs> Everything was yeah. so sweet. Yeah. It has to end on a really positive note always. So well, something. Yeah, I can't argue annoying. with it because it's that's their formula. So like at, personally, it get it gets annoying for us. But I can't imagine Brenda saying, yeah, I'm just going to let shit fall. I'm going <laughs> to let things like mayhem, chaos. Like, I don't think she's that's for true. that. I mean, because at the end of the day, this is like her artistic endeavor. Like, she, yeah, it's not like it was ending under bad circumstances where she was like, ah, fuck it all. Let's burn the whole house down. Like, yeah, she needed it to end in a way that she felt good about. And like that, that did good by the characters, clearly, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Sounds about um, right. She wants to make sure everyone leaves on a healthy note. I know. That's the best way to, like, healthy. I know. The, the shitty thing, too, I think, and it's, maybe it's a little unfair to season 10, and I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I, the only way I can think and talk about season 10 is as the last season that should have been. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I can't get out of my head about the fact that this is how the show was going to end. Yeah, you know? like, especially that last like, episode. It's so annoying. Like, yeah. like, I wish I could just treat it like any other season, like not the final season, like just yeah. the regular old season finale. And I can't get that out of my head for some reason. It's like Six really frustrating. grandbabies. Dude. Six. Which is very unlikely the chance Bonkers. of you the chance of you chance of a woman or females in general having a twin between the ages of 25 and like 35 i looked it up it's like less than three percent why because you usually have them younger or, or older than that the younger you are the more likely so if you're below the age of 25 you're more likely to have twins and if you're above the age of like i think because it's in vitro you end up have yes yeah higher chances so from the show, it just seemed like, right? It's like they're all within that age group that seems like they're... Like normal child. Yeah, age. exactly. Although, except Lucy. Although Lucy is, is under t- 25. She's 23. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. So there's but, your but statistics three, right there, three man. Three twins, though. Come on. <laughs> I mean, Matt's I reaction is the best. Yeah. And, <laughs> and to add more fuel to your statistics fire, yeah. Mary would be 25. Really? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Mary if Lucy's is, 23, Mary's 25. Yeah. So, I guess so. so the only one it's who's close. like less likely to believe is like Sarah. Sarah or whatever. But it's okay. Again, it's like a very small probability, right? Have, sure. Especially all three of them. It's just yeah, no, like I one know. of those things. Right? It's but like, again, this is bonkers. It works because Brenda's like, I'm never going to have to deal this with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to who cares? explain anything. Yes. And go then, for broke. Who yeah. gives a shit, you know? And then she got a call. And then she got the call from the CW and they were like, we need you. <laughs> <laughs> we need one more season, please. <laughs> and I just learned this. Maybe this is, maybe should we save this? No, I want to know. <laughs> I just learned this because I did a little bit of research. Y'all. You're going to hate me, but I actually know one piece of information that, that begins season 11. I'm well, not going to say it. I'm going to watch it tomorrow anyway. Ooh. I know, <laughs> but I already know it is the shitty part. So fun. no. So apparently when CW called Brenda and was like, we want you back, they were originally only renewed for 13 episodes. Oh, so mm. imagine then getting that call. Like imagine, okay, going, okay, 13 episodes. I can prep and plot a 13 episode season. Fine. And then getting a call midway through and being, oh, no, no stretch it out to 22 wow. like this season is gonna be hot garbage <laughs> like, i'm looking so. forward to I'm it excited <laughs> for the hot garbage we're gonna talk so much shit of season 11 it could be where it's like they start the next season like oh that last episode was just like eric's dream or something <laughs> jesus christ oh, yeah. i mean that's the only way to, to like you know <sighs> take I, it back to well, be honest but they don't have to take anything back six but, babies oh but you, know, you mean that part yeah, of it? yeah but maybe. this is gonna be like one of those seasons what was it um that we really 
just like six, 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 six seven, was the real hot garbage. Ba- basically, season. we're gonna have a lot of random actors coming in per oh, episode. For you know, sure. you know, yeah. it's gonna get the annoying. mains are gone because yeah. the mains are all gone except Lucy and Ruthie. So she's gonna get really? annoying, and obviously the parents. Okay, well, Ruthie's not. R- Ruthie's and going Ruthie's to Scotland. Not even yeah. So, but sh- just for the summer. For now. That's true. For That's now. True. Dude, imagine she just stays in Edinburgh. That would be pretty dope. Though. I wouldn't I have be surprised. To admit. That would be really cool for Ruthie. Well, that would be the best. Oh, will they yeah, f- that would be the best trip for any 16-year-old. Will, Fucking A. Will they film like... No, no way. Trying, it's going to be filmed trying, in the back yeah. lot of the freaking WB Studios. Come on. Oh, like it's Edinburgh? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Hey, man, they can transform those places into any place. <laughs> Those lots can be New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, all the cities of the yeah. world. This is, yeah. true. this is true. You want you want Vienna? You want rivers? They can build that. They can. This they is can. true, dude. I was. This is so like sidebar, but we recently did the WB tour, like the 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 studio tour. Nice. And so I'm a huge Friends fan. That's not a surprise to anyone. But um, there's a scene in Friends where Rachel and Phoebe are going jogging in Central <laughs> Park. It's okay. my favorite. And like literally on the back lot of the WB studio, it's like, it's like, a plot of grass mm-hmm. like it's the size of this table yeah. it's just this with a little bitty trail and yeah. like a sign that says like pick up after your dog or whatever like that central park <laughs> like wow and you wouldn't know i mean yeah. the way that they film it and like the way it's shot like it feels expansive it feels like mm-hmm. you're in a park like it's it was so like trippy and yeah. we were just like oh my god that's the place where she ran <laughs> like and you always want to go and run yeah, I wish we did. We should have. We should have stopped the tour lady and been yeah. like, excuse me, I need to run for a second. <laughs> like Phoebe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a Muppet. <laughs> Anywho, so I was thinking for this recap, because mm-hmm. it's such a momentous one, because it's the season, fin- the series finale that should have been, and because it's your last recap, Audic, mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking we could approach the season in these like four chunks Right. Like mm-hmm. I've I took it upon myself to like divide the season up into these four thematic chunks. OK, because if we think about it, right, what were the two main storylines this whole season? Rose. It was Martin yeah. getting yeah. Sandy pregnant and mm-hmm. Ruthie dealing with that. Correct. And Rose and Simon. Yeah, I mean, really, everyone else is just like surrounding them. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? Matters. It's true. So four chunks. The first chunk is episodes one through nine. And that's the Ruthie loves Martin chunk and the Rose is the worst chunk and the Simon is blind chunk. Uh (laughs) Um, So episode one, starting off strong, right? We come back to where we, we, we come back from where we left off. They did that whole like like exposition recap moment at the church remember like ruthie's talking to annie and like explaining everything that happened over the summer okay cool got it (laughs) and so we're like cool 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 we're we're caught up now Uh uh-huh we're playing and so we learn immediately that sandy is pregnant with martin's baby Mm -hmm. like in in minute one pretty much like she's back and martin's like what is she doing here and i'm late it's weird yeah um and he's like so adamant against like dealing with it and by episode nine right 
little by little it starts to unravel around not unravel but like it starts to come to fruition like yeah his dad comes back into the, in, into the picture and he has to tell him yeah we got that amazing scene with Bo bro with Bo brewer oh my god <laughs> t knows what i'm talking about yep. oof whoa <laughs> where he was like where he was like do you feel that restraint i'm, I'm yes, exercising yes. right yes. now <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty intense. So yeah. good. Uh, where did Bo go? Man? I know landscaping. We lost Martin and Bo <laughs> in one fell swoop. Definitely not uh, in the CIA. Definitely not. Definitely not. No, no, no. no. Um, so then and then um, he had to tell Meredith, and that was really heartbreaking because she ultimately broke up with him over it. Yeah. And she couldn't do it. I'm kind of bummed I didn't see more of Meredith. I know. I, it's because I liked her. I she liked was her such a, a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. She was. But I, I felt like she was like a kind of like this young, you know, like uh, um, starting a, a intense relationship from the very beginning and completely smitten with uh, Martin. And it's just I felt kind of bad, like bad for her. Yeah, because she, she seemed to be this. Uh, well, she came off as unexperienced, right? In the relationship world. Yeah. And what happened to her? It wasn't fair. It felt like it wasn't fair. Right. That she could have maybe avoided this whole crisis from day one. I mean, just look at her history. She's had a pretty fucked up history. And then now all of a sudden she she fully invests in this in this young man and then it all goes to shit. Like well, it felt really bad be- for her. She yeah, she had right? no idea. True, so yeah. it couldn't be avoided. But I also know actually, as you're saying that, I'm realizing it totally can a bit of a could have been avoided because Martin pursued her knowing yeah. he had gotten Sandy pregnant. This is kind yeah. of true. Yeah, no, but that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like she, ha- with it going forward, it, it didn't rely on her to, it was all Martin pursuing, right? It's well, what- no, but I'm saying like, she she obviously liked him anyway, right? Because yeah. the whole ploy was she was with Jack and then Ruthie, and Martin were best friends, so they were going to, like, switch, yeah. essentially, right? And because Meredith really liked him, and he obviously liked her because he Sandy was just a blip on his radar. Like, it literally was, like, one night it happened, and yeah. he put it out of his mind. True. And so then, then like, she, like she, he went after it. Like, yeah. he likes her, and she likes him, so he yeah. was all about that life. True. But he already knows he's gotten yeah. some other girl pregnant. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. No, it is. He could have avoided avoided it. Not her. her. She has no clue. She's in for the ride because she's smitten. I know, and she can't do anything wrong. She's none the wiser, and why would she be? Exactly. Damn, I never thought about that. And when she found out that, like, hey, like, you had this one night stand, like, she kind of, like, wanted to embrace him and still love him but flipped out all at the same time i think no. that was a scene in the car right yeah it that was pretty was, intense that was such a beautiful scene for meredith yeah like i'm so proud of her and mm-hmm. like glad that she had that moment agreed of, of like putting herself first and like not it's not even about putting herself first but like looking out for her own state of mind yeah. and like emotional stability and like knowing that she wasn't gonna be able to deal with that yeah. And like extricating herself from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just like not putting up with it. That was really important, I thought. Yeah, I agree. It was nice. Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also in this chunk got the best episode, I think, of the season, not to show my cards too soon, but rats out of the bag. 
thought, yeah, that was a fun episode. <laughs> Directed by Barry Watson, yeah. of course. And nice. hilarious. Like, what a return for Matt. Oh, he yeah. hadn't seen him in a while. It was perfect. Kevin in that rat suit was hilarious. What was the name of the rat again? Roscoe Bosco? Ro- Roscoe, Roscoe the rat. Roscoe yeah. the rat. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> so like stupid. Lucy, like having to like yell at her men in her life. Yeah. Like just the whole thing was just so funny. And like Matt was so funny in it. It mm-hmm. was true comedy from him. It, was good. it looked like playtime for all of them. Yeah. Like, it was real just playtime. a really fun episode. It, was, it had yeah. like a good energy to it. And it was also a good episode for Sandy too. Like yeah. she had that turning point, right? Where Lucy was there for her and mm-hmm. like gave her good advice about like, maybe don't put all your eggs in the Martin basket right yeah. now. You know, like he'll come around whenever he's going to come around, but you can't necessarily rely on him. And yeah. why put extra pressure on your relationship with him? when you've already got this huge thing between you now, you know, whatever. That's true. And what was the point of all of that? Dude, what was the point of all of that? Don't even get me started, T. (laughs) Don't even get me started, goddammit. Simon, we need to talk. Ugh, barf. Yeah, it was, it's, it's that episode where she went out to uh, visit and like Lucy's true, uh, um, I guess, her her passion for her job now really comes out like yeah. she went completely yeah. out of her way like she invested all this time and effort to really communicate and basically build a relationship with someone that she basically had zero relationship or just zero connection in the past right with. and she showed she cared yeah. yeah it was it was a really defining moment for for her character and for her i guess being the associate pastor like she was playing her role yeah. And it I think she nailed it perfectly. And then even all the men in her life just like kind of snooping around and just kind Everyone of Everyone was trying in. to find out something about yeah. about this yeah. about her and Sandy, and like the relationship she, she has. She and she's like, like and I love that she that's yeah. right. I, I love that she was like, Today I'm not your wife, your daughter, your sister. I am a reverend whose yes. job it is to keep confidentiality and yeah. to be there for someone mm-hmm. and like y'all can't snoop on me like this. Yes. You know? But Annie was not having any of it. Oh, no. You can tell me. <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> uh, so let's okay so in this first chunk let's talk yeah. about annie who's annie there is no annie she's in this just first kicking chunk. it she's not a, she's barely a character in this first chunk i think you're right yeah because usually she is like this strong female figure and she's in the whole present. household yes you know yeah. she's, she's definitely always part of the story one sure. way or another all we can hear is her um especially in the beginning remember um when was it that social the church social mm-hmm. that episode you hear annie voicing her opinion on simon and rose saying i hope simon is breaking up with rose and is with sandy and remember they both walked into the yeah. social this is all we're hearing coming out of annie's mouth other than that she doesn't have a story that sounds about right. Yeah, it just it just seemed really just. She was just there to kind of move the story along. She yeah. really didn't push like any mm-hmm. opinion. She wasn't like stern and be like, "No, this is how it's supposed to mm-hmm. be done." Or like, "I'm," I, you know. In the past, she's been very vocal. Yeah, she's been very um, uh, active in almost instrumental all, in yeah. all of her children's mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. every single one of them. And then all of a sudden, just like I said, these this first chunk seemed she was just non-existent, like yeah. a ghost. Yeah, it was odd. It was, mm-hmm. but looking on fleek like oh her haircut is the shit i am here for it you like your haircut dude she looked (laughs) phenomenal yes i'm all about that life um i'm trying to think of like 
And then, of course, oh, we can't forget about the chicken noodle soup storylines in this first chunk because mm. that was like Campbell's soup commercial. Oh, soup, soups on and chicken noodle heads. Yeah. Not the uh, not the only uh, product placement commercials the labels, we the had. Labels, oh, yeah. The labels, the labels, the season. Um, and then finally, the ultimate, you know, moment in season or in episode nine rather of the moment we've all been waiting for when Ruthie finally finds out about Martin's baby um, after harboring so much love for him and like chasing him and being all like puppy dog about him Mm -hmm. and trying to sublimate her love for him with Jack and all of that shit. Yeah. And for it all to like come crashing down around her mm-hmm. in episode nine, when he doesn't even get to tell her the twins blow up her sp- blow up his spot for her, like I'm so upset about that. It's really fucked up. Can we just talk about the twins in this season? Yeah. I mean, yeah, real quick, overarching the season. Sure, fuck the twins so hard, <laughs> so so much hate. <laughs> like I hate them. They're children. I don't care. They can't hold secrets. I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? That's how they are. They're (laughs) useless. They're like, they're like, they're children, but they're characters. Like, like you can't just write children to be children. If they're going to be on a, if they're going to be characters on a television show, they have to play the game. They can't just be useless pieces of shit. (laughs) There's a, there's a fine balance between just being like a prop, like a baby. And then being an actual child actor that's involved in the story have you seen savannah and i think hold on dude and i think there's somewhere in between circles around the twins (laughs) does she really she She really does does. when she's supposed to smile okay (laughs) Uh, whatever clearly we know where our loyalties lie (laughs) i'm just saying it's like you're right they i expected more out of young children actors i guess i don't know how to say that no i'm not even saying that they're bad actors i don't care about their acting ability i'm complaining about the characters themselves how they're written in the yeah yeah. like they're written so to be such like shitty people like and i and you can't just blame that on the fact that they're kids i'm trying to remember ruthie now when we just started ruthie was never like a little shit like she would she would collect info and stuff and she might like she was extremely sweet she might tell you that she's got info on you and stuff yeah but that was more like conniving and like what are we doing yeah (laughs) that was more like that's a character you know what i mean the twins's character is just that they're idiots (laughs) like you know i don't know they fell in love i think right with like some girls in their class they had dates at the oh, that's dance true. i think so right yeah. that's true at the social they were dancing yes. with these other girl yes. twins mm-hmm. that was cute and the only real storyline they had was when one of them was invited to the play oh, date yeah. and, the other, and and spent time with eric yeah that's the only that real was, story yeah, that, they that had, was right? one storyline that was all about them yes. right mm-hmm. that's true which was and interesting, they but they, they didn't explore. They never really went too yes. far in it. It was just like Annie and Eric more at odds with each other about how to handle it. Like yeah. Eric Parenting was more like, yeah. it's fine. It's going to happen anyway. And Annie was like, no, we can't separate them ever. And okay. I agree. Um, anyway, so yeah. So Ruthie finally finds out, breaks down. It's awful. Um, anything else to say about this first chunk? Oh, and we, we didn't even talk about Rose and Simon. Um, My favorite. So in this first chunk, right, it's a little bit like they're just really together and then they're very hot and heavy. He's already proposed and they're like they're on the marriage track. At this point, had she moved in or gotten kicked out? I can't remember. Um, that's this. a good question. Well, I'm not exactly sure when all that goes down. Hmm. 
So I think I, it's probably. In I this think it's moment. episode four. Well, it says Simon's girlfriend moves into his apartment. That's yeah. that's episode Damn. three. Sorry. Yeah. Mom was gonna buy you a diamond ring. That's right. And Jesus. then episode four is a ring, ring around, around the, the Rosie. Rosie. So his and he buys her the her. ring be- yes. to as, a, as yeah, an yeah, apology. Yeah. Please get out of my house. <laughs> or <laughs> my parents a, are gonna yeah. kill me. <laughs> yeah. Please get out of my house. So oh, no. so here, okay. Let's break down. And I and I kind of want to keep it chunk focused. Okay. I don't know why I'm using the word chunk. It's kind of gross, but it's a good word. I want to keep it focused <laughs> to these nine episodes, yeah. right? Like thematically, like so. Rose came in like a whirlwind at the end of last season, mm-hmm. blew up everyone's spot. Like, who the fuck are you? Why are you proposing marriage to Simon just because you want to fuck him? Like, what's this about, right? Yeah. And he's all gung ho about it. But immediately, and I don't know if you guys got that same sense or if I was supposed to pick up on this, but like Simon never fully felt all in with both feet, like head first. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was always sort of like, okay, yeah, let's get married. Okay, yeah, move in. Okay, yeah, I'll buy you a ring. Like Whatever Rose suggested, yeah. he was in. And, cause he, and it felt like he had no agency mm. in this relationship. He kept swearing he loved her, you know? Yeah. Like, I love her, I love her, I love her. But it's like, do you? Do you? <laughs> like, do you like her, though? I'm, you know? Like, I'm... <sighs> I am curious about his character in this sense. Like he's a good person. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. So is he just doing the right things that he thinks he needs to do? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like I love yeah. her and he doesn't want to hurt her. So he got his dad involved to kick her out. Well, yeah, but that's also like a coward's move. Oh, definitely. 100%. But I don't think he delves into his uh, emotions. I don't think he's honest with himself. He hasn't been actually. Well, and and that's and that's what I was going to say is like I think somewhere along the way they stopped bringing it up, but we can't forget that like Simon was traumatized after he accidentally killed that kid. True. Yeah. And almost everything he's done since then has been a reaction to that. Yeah. Like quitting high school, going to college early, starting to fuck all these randos, like, Mm -hmm. you know, making that promise to God with his STD scare. Like Mm -hmm. everything he's done after that point has just been like a reaction and like trying to make himself feel better about this terrible thing that happened. And so I think you might be right. Like, the rose thing like sort of presents itself as this escape. Yeah. And then he gets locked into it because mm. he, I'm, this, I'm too, I'm too, cause deep. he has to be like a certain yeah. way. Right. Like yeah. he's, he's like, well, I made a promise to God and like, this is my way of like repenting and like yes, whatever, yeah. you know? And, and it's never really because he wants to, I don't think you did bring up. I mean, you use the right word when you said reaction. Because it almost seems like everything Simon does this season is just a reaction to Rose's like constant just, hey, let's take this relationship to the next level. Because she is overbearing. Like yeah. she wants everything and anything out of out of Simon. I mean, that's what it seems like. She wants to speed everything up. I mean, and and Simon's just like, hey, like I want to take my time. I want to truly enjoy these these rare moments that I have with you. But you don't get that. You don't get that. Uh, uh, um, deep dive into Simon's kind of emotional side. You, all you really see is just him reacting to Rose's wants and needs. Yeah, that's, that's what it, that's what it feels like. That's a good point. And that's and this is a forever problem with this show is they spend so much time 
telling you what's happening and not enough time letting us sit with the character and get inside their head you know like yeah like mm. it's it's a lot of like this happened then this happened then this happened and a lot of like conversations between characters but you never really like get an insight into yeah. what they're thinking or how they're feeling about something instead all, all, like the most they ever do is like the push and fade out move which is like nothing yeah. you know True. what i mean it's a soap opera move and so like you're right like we never actually it's all really speculation because all we ever see is his 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 actions against her actions as opposed yeah. to his like thoughts and feelings, you yeah. know. And the only thing he ever says about her, like be like not not to her face, is that he loves her and he wants to spend the rest of his life with her. And so that's all we're ever left with with him. That's true. And you, you know? never know anything about Rose. Other than her just being demanding as shit. Absolutely. In this in this first chunk. In the first chunk, like, yeah, you're right. You don't know her She's past. just a monster. She's overbearing. She's yeah. manipulative. Mm-hmm. She just wants what she wants when she wants it. Yeah. Just, it's not it's not enough that she gets a, an agreement for a marriage. Then it's like, I want to move in. Then it's like, I want a ring. Then it's like, it's not good enough to get married two years from now. I want to get yeah. married this now, year. Yeah. Like, what is your deal, man? <laughs> like, Yeah, what's your damage? Yeah, well, which, which she has some. You yeah. know, yeah. we just didn't know it. True. She just comes across as this monster person who's like, yeah. where'd you come from? Like, get out of here. You know, which, which everyone, including the audience, questions: Why is Simon in love? With right? Her? <laughs> like, like, what, what is, is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's kind of where the first chunk I think mm-hmm. takes us, right? Yeah. So then our second chunk, really, it's not. It's barely a chunk, but it's. It was. It, I felt it warranted enough of a thing. It's episodes ten through thirteen. Mm-hmm. So again, just a few episodes there, but really pivotal right because in these four episodes martin and sandy have their baby mm-hmm. and come to a to a understanding point with each other where yeah. one she lets go of him right mm-hmm. there's that great moment where she gets the call from him yeah and she realizes like she's free and she's no longer like waiting for him to show up and be there and like no longer harboring feelings and she's just mm-hmm. like cool man like she's in a good place which is really important i thought um martin finally seems like in a good place he's no longer in denial he's there for the birth of his well in the aftermath of the birth of his kid attempts yeah um he makes a decent life decision right to not just skip college Mm -hmm. and go on the road but to at least like stay local so he can be there for the baby and you know he gets his full scholarship so financially it takes some burden off of him Mm -hmm. and stuff um um also um we get a little bit more of a background on rose in these episodes right we meet her dad true that Mm -hmm. whole thing we don't quite know all the nitty-gritty of like her growing up life but we get the sense that like she's ashamed of the fact that her parents are no longer together and are disasters at relationships right Mm -hmm. yeah um and we see that where her dad stands, which is like, don't do this. It's going to mm-hmm. fail. And like, fuck marriage, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's on number four, right? Yeah. 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 Which I don't know if we talked about this or if I just dreamed that we talked about it. But am I correct in my understanding that um, Rose, like, so Rose's dad, mm-hmm. or let me put it this way. Rose's mom was Rose's dad's second wife. I thought first. No, I think it was first, first? right? Yeah, first wife. I think so. Okay, are we like 100% sure about that? Yeah. Okay. I'm almost certain, yeah. Okay, I don't I, know. Then I must have dreamed it or something. How could you dream about Seventh Heaven? 
I don't. <laughs> I dreamed about the conversations. Oh, okay, okay, sure. <laughs> about Seventh Heaven. But yeah, but, and and we also learned that uh, apparently Rose can. She's a professional cook. She's been trained in Italy oh, with the best. Excuse, yeah. excuse me. And she really comes through. And okay, first she ruins Christmas, which fuck you. Like that's just bad form for anybody it doesn't yeah. matter what you where you come from who you are yeah don't care what you did um <laughs> so, as long as you cook christmas breakfast dinner for me I oh guess. yeah i don't know um you tell the twins that santa is fake and jesus is potentially fake fucking like, how would i say when jesus I, when i heard that i'm like no the jesus show actually went there is fake. <laughs> like oh my god i mean i'm not i'm not religious but jesus was a real person <laughs> like i know this to be true <laughs> holy shit what a crazy psycho so she ruins christmas that was intense. but then but then we're supposed to be like is rose okay yeah. because she's cool with sandy deciding to join the church like she's like it's not for me but that's cool for you dude yeah <laughs> like all right basically good for you and then when then and then when they're all out doing their nativity which don't get me started on that <laughs> the best um she cooks this amazing dinner for all of them yeah. considering that she's the reason that the power went out and all the horrible things that happened oh, yeah. that day yeah and and it was just a weird little side story like oh yeah i um she moved the christmas tree out to the curb yeah right and then a car almost hit it and swerved out of the way and hit the power line and thankfully <laughs> she noticed alcohol on, on yeah. that person's breath or or else there would have been a lawsuit like what is this, what's going on she puts annie in the position to have to apologize to her yeah <laughs> like that moment i'm like this, like she is crazy she's legit she's, mm-hmm. yeah Dude. and like i don't care what she does or i i honestly thought to myself like doesn't matter what she does after this point she's a a complete psychopath i know and and simon's like just doesn't see it he saw the christmas dinner and he was i know he was just in awe all she did was cook (laughs) and she goes this is my christmas gift to you i can cook like ew yeah and he's all oh my god rose you saved christmas i love you it was kind of like a backhanded compliment too she's like um i usually don't cook in like you know unless it's a full kitchen but this is close enough yeah (laughs) this will have to do for me like ugh. She's the worst. She is horrible. God, it's like I'm reliving it all over again. (laughs) But yeah, that was a pretty intense episode, the Christmas episode. It was. I mean, yeah, and it was kind of perfect too, as like a lead out of this of the year, right? Because it's like they took their hiatus. And then they come back, and Martin deals with the racial problems. Oh of yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Got MLK. Whoa, dude! That this, was pretty so this too. is one of the ones I was alluding to earlier, where they tried to do something yeah. like with their so, last season. You know, box moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they tried to like have There's, a have a like important thing to say, and there I always mean, needs to be one. Fine, True. but it was just like. Wow, mm-hmm. dude. And I also, okay, and we talked about this in the in the episode too, like they spent the whole episode not telling us or showing us yeah. what was written on yes. his car. And I was, I was like, cool move, yeah. cool move. Because yeah. yeah. that's a decent, like that's a smart way to like, because it's, it's not about that. You know what I mean? True. The point is that a slur was used and that's terrible and whatever. But then, like at the very last minute at the fucking car wash, they shot it in such a way where you can totally tell what it said. Really? <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Oh my God. I should have went mean, back and like freeze frayed. Yeah, but I mean, you can, it's like obvious. First of all, it's obvious in general, like from minute one, what, well, it, what said. it said. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then they just like confirm it by, sh- yeah. like by showing the car at the car wash. It's like, come on, seven, come it, on, Brenda. Like, it's okay if you don't show it. Yeah. I, and, it and I was like, cool move. They never showed it. And then they fucking showed it. Like, 
I should know by now never to expect cool things from this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, that whole episode was just like a lot. <laughs> um, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know that it necessarily accomplished like the what, message what they that they were trying to send. I don't. Then again, it's the show. So, yeah. you know, it does was, it ever? It was a strange way to approach the subject. It was a strange kind of controversy to, to, to throw Martin in. And on top yeah, of why it, Martin it, and, and at the end, like the, the resolution of it was kind of weak. It fell flat. There wasn't this really big communal kind of like, uh, um, uh, coming together moment. It almost seemed like, it was just more like Martin and like his small group of friends. Like they kind of kind of came to like a resolution again, Martin, like what does he have to do with this? Nothing. He was just in the middle of everything. It was just weird. It was the, the whole. So yeah. So it's like two things, right? Like on the meta level, it was a weird choice to have Martin be the one to deal with this. Like, cause mm-hmm. literally anyone else could have been the one to deal with that. Yeah. And it yeah. didn't have to be Martin on top of the fact that he's going to be about to be a father next episode. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Like really it could have been anyone. Um, like, and honestly it should have been Ruthie. If you what? think about it, cause the, cause the, it would have worked better. Like, yeah. you know, she was already in the class with that guy. Mm-hmm. And so she could mm-hmm. have said something stupid about, you know, why does it matter? And, you know, like baseball's more important or something, you know, mm-hmm. like, or whatever version of that, you know, change it, make him not a baseball player, make him a, whatever, a band geek. And then, and then Ruthie cares because she's again, worried about it. I would assume Ruthie, or the, at least the show wants to point out that Ruthie is more woke than, than uh, um, Martin, yeah, right? But, but it doesn't matter though, because 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 at the end of the day, it's not even about being woke or not. It's about well, that's the what fact that everything. someone's a, someone wrote a slur. It's like, true, but like Martin's wokeness ends up not being a factor in it at all. Yeah, no, but it's, not. it's what's triggered the whole event in the first place. That's but, what it was. But here's yeah. the thing, right? So it's Ruthie. It's not great. That agree. that what was that guy's name? Alex was his name? The boy that wanted to give the Martin Luther King speech. Yeah, was his, whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe. So it's Let's that guy. Alex. It's that so. guy, Ruthie, Martin, the teacher. Mm-hmm. This is where the assignment is been Birth. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Martin's not even in that class. Yeah, he's just I in know. the hallway. Yeah, he's just passing by. Yeah. So yes, yes, yes. and then they end up in the locker room and it's that boy that we assumed yes, was the one who did it or yeah. wrote it, yeah. And what he didn't do And it. is it are there two other students or one more guy? There's probably like a couple others. Okay. I don't know. So again, why pick Martin and why make us assume it's that random guy that right. started the hate? When it's not going to be him anyway. So clearly it had nothing to do with the fight that they fought in the, in the exactly. locker room. So what's the point in bringing Martin no, no into point. it? It was going to happen anyway. It could have been just some other yes, student. Exactly. That, like, it's, the way that they wrote it is like that slur was going to be written on his car anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Because it had nothing to do with the fight he had in the locker room two, yeah. two minutes ago. Like, it's so stupid. It Yeah. <laughs> It almost just seemed like, hey, we need Martin, you know, to have this. To have something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, well, he's the only person, I guess, that could drive and they have a car and let's put this message on That's the car. That's true. This, the car was around. important. Yeah, yeah, and have him roll around town with the sign and not <laughs> wash it. I'm like, oh my geez. This is, this is bad. This Mrs. is horrible. Bink, <laughs> Mrs. Binks stole the show. She was up for like yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> she was amazing in More that than episode. That. 
a minute. Where she's when like, I'm sad, I'm blue. When I'm angry, I'm red. She's yelling at Lucy, what are we going to do? She's just on fire all the time. And I Lucy's love like, so much. what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uncharacteristic Lucy hatred of Bank. Like, yeah. where was her negativity coming from? I don't know. She's the best. <laughs> Bink is the best. Bink is is like hashtag old goals for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So then, yeah, so then then she has the baby in the the final episode of this chunk, episode 13. The baby comes and it's that episode is really all about Martin. I mean, it's about Sandy, but it's really all about Martin. And then they shoehorn Rose in there. Like again, yeah. once yeah. again in this in in that episode, right? Simon's like, I don't know about you. I don't know if I can marry you because you don't want to be there for your friend. And yeah. then Rose just has to show up and be like, Oh man, like I don't know. I sometimes I worry that you don't love me as much as I love you. And he's like, That's impossible. And they're fine again. It's like bitch brought snacks only for Simon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It- Again, well, at this point, she almost seemed reactionary to Simon's like, hey, like, I'm going to call this whole thing off, right? Like, I don't want to go through this. And Rose just says, like, you know what? I have to do something. It's not because she's a good person. She does it because she, she does she it to says save it. the marriage. Yes, yeah, that's she, re- it. she even Still says being it. selfish. I realize you weren't going to come back. Yeah. So I knew I had to I'd come do, to you. Do something, yeah. Like. Still a horrible person. Horrible. Yeah. And, he, and all Simon is saying is, like, this is your best friend. Like she needs us there. Yeah. Also, that nurse that kept insisting that she have friends be there for her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> are you pregnant? Oh, are you having a baby? Mm-hmm. How do you know? No. Your water just broke. She was awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> this sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, it sounds like you know what you're talking about. All right. <laughs> like, what hospital is this? Seriously. <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah, so that's really the second chunk. It's also the chunk where we lost Martin after that. We never never to be seen again. Pretty much, yeah. You're Not right. after much, the baby? For sure. So once oh. the baby was born, that's it, that's right? It. Yeah, we haven't after seen it since that, then. For like one or two episodes, Martin would be mentioned, mentioned. as mentioned, like yes. being up there with Sandy and the baby and yeah. being all happy and involved, but we Fucking never Simon. saw him again. When Simon calls Ruthie, oh my God, he's with the baby. Everything's great. You asshole. <laughs> So this Leave gets us alone. into chunk number three, right? Yes. Episodes 14 through 17, mm. where it's really now becomes the Ruthie show. Like, it's yeah. it's all about Ruthie getting over Martin. For several episodes, she's moping. Mm. She's despondent. Um, she gets the cell phone and no one's calling her. Oh, God. And so Eric has to orchestrate all her exes in her life to like pick up the phone and be that there was, for that her. That was a weird episode. It's just all about Peter in that episode. <laughs> that was so it's all weird. About Peter. Highway to sell, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a weird. I mean, it, that episode almost came off like like a cautionary tale to like cell phones, right? And yeah. w- which was, it's too late. I mean, you could even tell it's like, I think Eric said it's like, you know, let's, tr- you know, being normal is overrated and they wanted <laughs> to try to be normal with getting cell phones, but they really hammed it up where it's like every five seconds you heard a cell, <laughs> cell phone, phone going off. Yeah. Like, that's I not know. life. I'm sorry. It I doesn't know. work like that. And mind you, these people still have landlines. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, Everyone why does. is Eric calling Annie's cell phone when she knows that she's at home? Like, you know, like it's just, it's true. yeah, suspension of disbelief like everyone's on their fucking cell phones that episode and if you most probably just from the sh- from what we saw from that episode if you added up all the minutes like that must have been a crazy cell phone bill <laughs> yeah. like, 
re- realistically, like when he was shocked and he like he, he like showed the cell phone, I'm like, that must be like a few hundred dollars, if not more. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because like they didn't have unlimited data plan back then, for mm-hmm. sure. No way. Yeah, no way. Uh-uh. Um. <laughs> And then um, episode fourteen, uh, the magic of Gershwin. Yeah, that was which, a, oh god, go that ahead. episode. It was like it, for me, it was like I kind of liked it and I kind of didn't like it. I didn't like it because it still had some social commentary aspects to it, which was kind of interesting. Okay, I, I guess, but not done well at all. I mean, this show has a hard time with that. What did you like about, <laughs> about that the episode? Show? That it was non-conventional. It was a like it's a standalone episode, and it talked about music, which. It is something that that the show um, really hasn't done before. Like all of its musical components have sucked, right? Eric singing in a band and them having, <laughs> you know, like all. Think about all the mu- that horrible musical episode. Oh God! All of it was bad, but this was something where it's like some somewhat educational, something actually interesting. Like you learn about this uh, this influential composer Gershwin that I mean I knew of, but now I actually learned a little bit more. Except it wasn't about that it at was- all. The first ten minutes of the episode was that when the detention got bigger, bigger, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. But but as soon as that ended, it just became another episode of Seventh Heaven where there's a homeless girl that needs help, and you know, they have to Ruthie's t- depressed, and True. that's it. Yeah. But then it, it also highlighted the fact that some of these um, ancillary uh, classes, like music, you know, it's been kind of fading away. They're important, and and yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not just important, like to the homeless girl's character i'm forgetting her name but it saved her life she admitted that it that it did so it's it's again like it it wasn't perfect i'll give you that but it was an episode that kind of stood out for me because i'm like it's 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 different and they're trying to do something good but again seventh heaven (laughs) has a hard time doing that trying to do a good job but i will say this i think this this in terms of like a social commentary episode i think this is a better one the Magic of Grishin was better than Got MLK. Mm. Like, in terms of its execution. I, I might agree with yeah. you on that, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I was just... I couldn't... I got hung up on the shitty quality of that girl singing and the the, the weird, creepy scene at the end where it's just the man and Ruthie in a dark room and that he's serenading weird. her. That was weird. I'll give like, you that. Like, so unnecessary. <laughs> like, that was for no one. I know. Like, it was strange. Yes, yes. Like, weird shit like that. But... I don't know. It was just a weird episode. I don't know. And that's exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, you know, it was it wasn't great, or I don't say it, it wasn't good that it could stand out by itself, and it wasn't really, really bad where they completely failed on the social commentary side of it. So I just feel like, like it was a unique episode, and maybe that's why, because of its weirdness, it stood out to me. Well, yeah, no, that's fair. But I think the most important things that ha- that that happens in this chunk mm. is. We meet Umberto. Yo, Umberto. <laughs> Umberto. My favorite. <laughs> Kidding. We but. meet Umberto. And more importantly, we meet Mystery Hot Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Mystery Hot Girl. Mm-hmm. We never see her again. Mm-hmm. You want to come out and play? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The one yeah, the, the one out in the parking lot that Simon visits a few yeah. times. Yeah, her name is Mystery Girl. Yeah. Or Simon's Mystery Girl. Simon's Mystery Girl. <laughs> Not even, why not just Mystery, mystery girl. girl? Simon's <laughs> Mystery Girl. <laughs> Very strange. As opposed to all the other mystery girls we've had. <laughs> very, very strange. Oh, man. That episode. What did we think about that episode where they where, it was where Rose essentially invites her ex-boyfriend to flaunt her relationship with Simon in front of? And Simon's like, okay. <laughs> like, And he's just like, I want her back. I'm going to get her back. I don't know. I mean, do you think that did more harm than good in their relationship? 
absolutely. More all it did was sow seeds of doubt between them even yeah. more. Both of their insecurities are yeah. front and center. They, they, they snooped on each other's cell phones at the end of that yeah. episode. We learned a lot about Rose's history, or I guess past relationship. Yeah, I mean that she, opens she was up a, a young, you know, she was going to yeah. be a young bride, and it's true. that obviously she was very much entangled in Umberto's family and yeah. all of that. But I feel like it's the first time where Simon actually doubted, like seriously considered, right? Like maybe I should actually call off this whole wedding. Nope, I don't buy it. You don't it. think no. so? I don't buy it because no. literally the next word of the next episode is like, oh man, we're good. It's all good. Like mm-hmm. she's nobody. Like, you know, she's just a friend from work and you, you don't scare me and you're just a good friend. And Wasn't like, the episode after that elope when they were thinking of eloping um, when they get the no. invitation? Oh, invitation yeah, to you're disaster. right. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah, and that's where you hear him like validating him saying, I'm going to marry her, maybe even tonight. I, it just, yeah, it's weird because the whole bringing Umberto into this, into their relationship is the theme that continues, that persists why Rose and Simon, like any of the big tension that they have. Because after, after this point, I don't think Simon ever brings up all the other crappy shit that Rose did previously. This was the one thing that he kept bringing up, that it was the wedge in their marriage. This is why I'm saying like this was a crucial turning point. Whether or not Simon admits it or not, it is something that both of them had. Like It was the, the central dividing point. Was I, the introduction of Umberto yes, into the relationship? had to be. If it was never introduced, it, I, I honestly think they would have gotten married 100%. Right, because at, at the end of the interesting, it's interesting. Why else? There had to be a reason why Rose would have to leave. But see, but that but that's that presupposes that she left him for Umberto. I don't think that's true. No, no. but it made her well, realize like Simon is maybe not the only not person right. for the rest yeah, of my life. Right. The one person I'm gonna only right. have sex with, I, I and have so. kids, I, kids with. Right. I think we can say towards the end. You and I even said it like, okay, I really do think these two love each other, but they just shouldn't be together. Yeah. That's all. And, it, like and we actually see it. And ultimately that's the, that's the conclusion that they come to. Right. And once again, we said this before, it's like, why didn't we see that? Why couldn't like I see? On. No. Why couldn't I see that conversation of the two of them outside the church having that realization yeah. of yes. each other and not going in? Yeah, why, why, did did I, ha- why did I have to see fantasy sequences of what yeah. could oh, be three of them? Not see what actually happened. Yeah, no, or, or, or realize that there's going to be six six uh, babies coming along. Right, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which takes us into chunk four, which is yeah. the second, which is 18 through the end of the season, yeah. right? Which is essentially, it's just Simon and Rose fatigue. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like Ruthie Pretty who much. at that point. <laughs> like Ruthie is be, like having spent the entire season tracking her and her love life and yeah. her heartbreak over Martin. All of a sudden, Ruthie becomes no one's, no one gives a fuck. Nope. I mean, no one gives a fuck about anyone else besides Simon and Rose mm-hmm. in these last five or six episodes of the season. Because Ruthie is going to go to Scotland. And That's every it. episode so, yeah. is like, are they or aren't, aren't they? they? Every fucking episode yeah. is, are they going to get married? Aren't they going to get married? Are they going to get married? Aren't they going to get married? Like, that's all it ever is. It becomes tiring, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's it, like, like an, as a viewer, there's you just nothing, hate it. Like, and, and we talked about it, too. Like, it's the frustrating part is, okay, you introduced a character 
to be hated. That mm-hmm. we can all agree that yeah. the introduction of Rose was the introduction of a monster, a villain. We had a villain. No winning Intentional, points. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Intentionally, right. Yes. So you introduce that character and then you start laying out the breadcrumbs of like, well, maybe she's, th- maybe there's a reason she's like this and maybe she's not that all bad. And yeah. Then, then, and, then you d- and then you give her that whole episode where she apologizes and she lays it all on the line and, you know, comes full circle and we're just like, wow, okay, like you're not the worst. You're just... You're just bad, but you're not like evil. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, because you're because yeah. you're problematic, but you're not a bad person. You know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like okay, and then and then, but in that same breath, then then the doubt, then the doubts are sowed by everybody else around her, Annie and everybody. Like, so she's not the bad. So she's not a bad person, but is she going to be right for Simon? And it's yeah. Like, when when was that ever in question? Like the whole time they were like together, together, and everything was cool. They were happy, happy, happy. The minute she becomes a good person, now it's like, well, should they be together? <laughs> like, should they still what? be together? Yeah. Like, when was where was these conversations all along? Like, you know, Annie trying to break up their wedding the minute she gets the invitation. Like, it's too late, man. Yeah, you waited too long. It's true. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't um, satisfying. Because if you're going to introduce drama, if you're going to say like, hey, like I, I want these two characters to kind of fight it out or at least you see this tension, it, it's, there's a good way to do, to, to do drama and there's a bad way to actually do drama. And this seemed like it fell flat. It, it, was, right? just, it was all bad. bad. It was bad. The first chunk, like you said, the first nine episodes, we're seeing Rose being this horrible person. And, and you kind of need it to keep ballooning and like explode in the end. And, yeah. And then you're giving me five minutes of a conversation between Rose and Annie where she comes full circle and has a, <laughs> an epiphany moment, and yeah. has her come to Jesus. <laughs> I love you. Which I've always loved you. <laughs> it's like no, it's not Annie to say shot. that Rose can't get there, but not overnight. Well, and That's, let's not forget the kicker like, too is, is how Umberto. did she get there? Umberto got her there because he brings out the best in her. That's right, mm. and I think we can all agree that that's true. Yeah, mm. but but I but so to, to to get to that larger point though of like why this season ended up being meh and sucking in the end is like. Because of all this buildup, like, yeah. you know, you don't introduce a fucking villain and then by the end of the season, she's been neutered. Like, yeah. like a villain should be a villain. And then there's like a huge blowout at the end where you're like, oh, cool. Like, it's it's like it's like satisfying to, to the audience to like have it climax and, you know, yeah. reach a resolution. Like, right. like it ultimately just never climax. Like they just kept climbing and climbing and then there was a resolution. Like, yeah. Like, what was the flat, point yeah. of any of that? You know, and mm-hmm. it could be just like they assume this is the last season, so we just have to kind of all the more tie, reason tie to everything do, up. Yeah. Go for it, though. But then, like, would Brendan or Brenda? Excuse me, Brenda. <laughs> would Brenda like to end a you know kind of Simon's relationship? On a sour note like that, like having everything just blow up it's and like no everyone's face. It's no different than ending it on the question mark note she did. Yeah. It wasn't even a question mark. It seemed like everyone was okay with it. The question mark no. would have been like a cliffhanger no if she ran away. No one a cliffhanger. It is. It's, no one knows. We, we All know. she says is we need to talk about what, dude? Tell yeah. me. <sighs> We need to talk about Sarah. I'm sorry. I was talking about the whole marriage. Sarah? Between- Sandy? What did I say, Sarah? <laughs> Sandy, thank you. The uh, relationship between Rose and Simon. 
Right, that is the ballooning, ballooning part of it that that you wanted it to explode. Yes, and that we get some form of neutered conclusion. It wasn't a cliffhanger. It wasn't a spectacular thing. Right, but you're right in in Simon's perspective or with his relationship with Sandy. Um, I guess that's a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's, big time. Yeah, it's it's it is a big, a big one. Yeah, you're stupidest right. way to end it. Like yeah. everyone else gets like a closed book. Like we know where they are. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're okay. And then then you just introduce this question mark at the did, end. Yeah, you're right. For you're right. No I didn't realize reason. that. Yeah. Like. Fucking end it if you're gonna end it. Imagine, imagine was Brenda Hampton was thinking of writing a show for just Simon, like a like a spinoff. Imagine, <laughs> like Joey. And okay, then they're maybe. like, all right, all right let's but bring back joke about it. But maybe, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's something that you're onto because we don't know. It's true. That's a good point. Maybe she thought she had one, one more episode. I don't know. No man, no, I man. don't know. Like she wanted to do something like, oh, like, like, you know, I have to button it up somewhere. Or, or, or maybe they did film it and just for editing, like, we have to cut it out. We only have 45 no, minutes. No, because by the time this aired, like, they weren't, they weren't picked up for season 11 till after this aired. Mm. Like, literally, like, yeah. like, they, it was over. And then they got the call. Like, it's fucking so, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so that's what we need to talk about. Is the hilarious secrets. product placement? Secrets. Oh yeah, More and secrets. ASMR <laughs> of the Oreo episode. Totally. This season. All yes. of it. Allow me to open our Oreo. No. Oh no. <laughs> Lady J is opening a, a blue bag of Oreos, like it would come in any other color. But it's, I think it's the three rows of Oreos. Yes. Okay, why are you like describe? We're not doing a Oreo product. This placement. is a podcast. <laughs> Everything is audio. You need to explain the audience what's happening. Yeah. So happening we thought right it would be fun to to do this segment of the podcast in 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 ASMR format, just like they did. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Everyone's gonna hate us. Well, I'm gonna have one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. So I'll say this. I think in hindsight, mm-hmm. okay. Episodes 19 and 20, Secrets and More Secrets, yeah. literally, um, served a pretty decent purpose, if you think about it, in the long run. Like, it was kind of a necessary evil to propel some of this shit forward, right? Because what did it do? It it locked Simon and Rose in this, like, full-on, like, you know... It, it didn't even lock them in necessarily, but it locked everyone else in. Annie's in, they're in, like is Lucy's in, like everyone's in now. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It also divulged a little bit of like that cute moment between Annie and Eric, right? Like where they're this, oh, the this, rings. this 30 the lost year ring, secret yes, they've yes. been keeping from each other isn't even a secret and you know what all that stuff, which was cute. Um, it almost felt like they're airing everyone's dirty laundry out. A right? little yeah. bit, right? It was my, like necessary. My yeah, favorite like, is ending. Ruthie and Lucy in this in the um, by like sitting on the stairs, listening in on Annie and mm. and Rose having mm-hmm. that talk after the bridal shower. My favorite. That was supposed to keep us from kissing boys. <laughs> I still carry breath mints with me. <laughs> yeah, peppermint. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, um, it, it's it's. I mean, if because so as I'm. Um, as I'm speaking right now, Lady J and T are actually eating their, their Oreo. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Mind you, there is there are no glasses of milk on this Mm-mm. table. Well, well, we are not dunkers. If you, I was going to say, if <laughs> if you drank milk or whatever al- al- almond milk, whatever you want, um, would you dunk? Would you twist? They just mm-hmm. ate it like like just a normal cookie, no, straight up. I'm a Kevin. I'm a I'm a purist. purist. I'll eat my cookie and then I'll down it with some water at the end. Mm. Tea. How would I didn't you do care it? for milk. I would play with the cookie. I would bite it, 
on its own or I would actually twist it. I would I would just play with my cookie. I think but it's I don't fun care for to milk. Just bite into it though. Mm-hmm. Twisting I feel like ruins some of the extra crunch factor of like the two cookie crunch, you know? Yeah, I just play with it though. I don't know. It mm-hmm. all depends on what I feel like but, doing. But but you don't do a Lucy where you where it gets stuck in the crevice of your No, nail. no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I don't do she that. She scrapes it with her finger. But I have done with that uh shit the one that was cursed. What was his name? Where I have oh, thrown in the cookie. Dropped and, it in. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then drank the milk. Hole. I never drank the milk. Yeah. No, I would just get the <laughs> cookie out again. Weird. Did you breathe laboriously? Too? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he gave me. Intense, yeah. I, I had such anxiety. I thought the man yeah. was going to. Sorry, honestly, drop dead. But yeah, honestly, I really thought so. I'm like hard. <laughs> just because he was cursed. He was like superstitious. Right. And he's like, I have to get this curse off of me. It was a it was a strange moment. But um, yeah, the whole Oreo thing. Well, of all the cookies, it seems like the most playful cookie, right? It is, Certainly. right? Yeah, because otherwise, all the other cookies, they just like you just break just, it in half. You, That's or all you, you just could do. Eat it. Like yeah. th- this one, you're right. There's there's like more to it than just eating it. Yes. Yeah, you know, it is yeah. it is a smart uh, but, strategy. But I, I will say, it's all in the marketing. Like Big it time. didn't have to be that. It could have just been a cookie you eat. But then they yeah. leaned into it, and in in every commercial, it's like, "How do you Oreo?" You know, and it's clever, and then yeah. they spend a fucking five minute conversation between Simon and Kevin about how people eat Oreos. Like, what are we doing? It is kind of. <laughs> I'm gonna set up a milk bar. <laughs> that's it and and if you i mean if you so most people they like chocolate and milk right they like that combination they like cookies and milk but mm-hmm. i feel like oreos is the one cookie that you can say oh you have to have it with milk almost it's like huh. syn- synonymous to it right or it's just i don't know about that it, well i don't know their slogan milk's favorite cookie that's true that a, is I'm, slogan. I'm telling you it is just something that's baked into the american culture it is and again it's all in the marketing like they yeah, they, they told us you eat oreos with milk so everyone yeah, knows that you do that like if they had told us you eat oreos with orange juice we would have started doing that you know oh, what sure. i mean no, it like, nasty, oh. yeah, it's very yeah. nasty but we would have done it <laughs> like milk is also nasty you know like <laughs> it's it's an interesting um i don't say interesting it is a weird product placement that you just like i said span over two episodes oh yeah right yeah two a two episodes yeah, yeah two like product placements in the season yeah. campbell soup and the oreo thing do they get paid for it they had they to. They had to, right? Because because uh, otherwise you would have to blur it out. Right? Are, are yeah. all over that fucking episode. Yeah. It is like tr- yeah. Although exactly. you never actually see the packaging. But they mention by name. They once. say it by name a million it, times. Is that yeah. legal? Can you do no, that? No, we then? actually do see an Oreo. Oh, you do. Uh, uh, oh, Rose. on the counter. That's right. That's yeah, right. like the as they're leaning it. Yeah. When, when 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 Annie and her like clink with exactly. Their that's right. Yeah, you actually see product placement. No, I mean anytime you say the name of the a brand, product so many right. times like yeah. it's it's like you're advertising for them of so they want to like they'll they'll pay you or that's why you always like hear celebrities talk about something and then they'll yeah. get like a bunch of free products because it's like advertising so they have to like pay you somehow yeah. you know right. <laughs> interesting right. I'm naming i wonder if this counts <laughs> wonder if how many <laughs> times we've said are we ate oreos on the yeah. air <laughs> this is true. it was so good <laughs> and then there's the there's a fake oreo or the f- Oreo, what is it? Which called came again? first, actually? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Hydro Max, Hydro Cut, Hydro Box, or something, something yeah. like that. There's something very strange. Some like weirdo that. name that came first, yeah. and then they made Oreo these that are just mm-hmm. like that, and then these became so much more popular. There you go. I think it's the shape and the whole because marketing they, because yeah. these weren't sure. marketed as a diet cookie, and so like you know what I mean? Because like yeah. they because the diet cookie was like targeted towards a certain demographic oh, I didn't know that. of like women probably of a certain age probably of a yeah. certain body shape this was just like everybody loves oreos Everyone you know cookies. yeah 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 interesting so nabisco 
fucking Nabisco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love you, Nabisco. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, so then that leads us essentially to our, like, to the final two episodes of the yeah. season, which we've already sort of broken them down. The wedding happens, but no one gets married. <laughs> um, yeah. They, they bring Mary back for one last hurrah. One last parade around the Dude. around the room. <laughs> that was very strange. Yes, um, An unnecessary. I felt the fantasy sequence was unnecessary, yeah. but I'm Agreed. really glad that they at least redeemed her character by having her that like call. be in a good place at the yeah. end. She's graduating. She's ha- she's back with her husband. They're 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 happy. I felt like okay, that was a nice justice to the character of Mary, who, for better or for worse, is a Camden, and we care about her. Mm -hmm. Like even if we don't like Jessica Biel anymore, Brenda, you know, like we care about the the character of Mary. We can't just Uh leave that as a loose thread that doesn't get you know tied out or whatever. So it felt it felt nice that they did that. And um, how do you uh, feel about the? Not not the callbacks, but basically going back to like episode one or like season one, right? Seeing yeah. those like little clips, yeah, those it were was, actually kind of nice. It was season one, episode one. Yeah, yeah. it was really cute. We I mean, we talked about this, but like Simon, man, like he was the best. He's the one. He was the best. He's the one. <laughs> Like you forget like how much like of They're, all the characters he's changed the most. Well, right? Remember, he most, was her spirit animal. He he's changed the most, and also it's kind of like trippy to think about like. Is he the main character? Like, I mean, this is very much an ensemble show. You know, it always has been. But is he sort of like the central Camden around which everything ends up circling? If we think about episode one, it's mostly about him wanting a dog and him getting a dog. Mm -hmm. And and final episode of season 10 of of the series, it's about him getting married, you know, or not getting married. Remember him praying again? Oh, yeah. yeah, with With the baby scare for Rose. Yeah. Yeah, he, he seems to use religion in in the worst possible way of like all all, all the Camdens. Worst possible way meaning like he only seeks God when there's something seriously wrong in his life, right? Not just because he's a spiritual person or a, a religious person. He almost like I don't know. I would disagree with that. I think because it's not like asking for a dog was doing it at the worst times for or the wrong reasons. But like I don't know. I I think that he just has a relationship with God that is very like. Um, like it's like, like con- transactionary. Yes, you know? contractual. But like not, I did all these good but things, but not in I a bad way. Bad. But not see, like not in a bad way, because it's not like because it's not like he's ever saying like, oh, look at how many times I I prayed today. Like, give me a do me a solid God or right, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's never like that. It's just sort of like like I'm as. I'm one of your peeps, God. Like, yeah. do right Help by me. me. You yeah. know what I mean? And so. I don't know. And I don't know that that's any different from a lot of Christians like or Christianity in general. Right. Isn't that like the deal? Like like you live your life as a good person. And as a result of that, he's got your back, like because you're one of his peeps, you know, like God is supposed to show you the way. Right. You're supposed to at, at the very most ask for a sign so you could kind of figure it out on his behalf, not ask for direct so. help. And I that's what Simon so. does every single time. I suppose he's so. like, I need you to do me this solid every single time. I yeah. want a dog. Please make this happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's true. But he's a the truth is, I think he's just a really great manifester. Simon. I mean, he's super he lucky. And that's he's really the takeaway. Because, like, yes. for, for non-religious people, that's the really, that, that's the yeah. takeaway is that he puts the good energies out there. And he always he does, gets though. what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Because, like, his intention is he wants this to happen. Yeah. And it gets done. Ultimately, it does. Yeah. yeah. Like, he put, 
might be an unhealthy way or a healthy way. That's that's your Debatable. opinion. Yeah, and yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But her not getting pregnant, should I call this wedding off? I don't know what, like, he has an intention that he knows that this isn't right. So he's just throwing, he wants a will bigger than his own yeah, to sure. come and take over. Like, yeah. just do what you will. I think, I think that's really what it is, or that's really what it comes down to with Simon. But then again, with all of his good luck, I mean, I think he's had the worst luck when it comes to, or that one moment, right, of him killing someone with his car, basically, right? That was the worst thing that's happened to any Camden. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Think about it. So it's Other like, than getting hit by a car, Mary. <laughs> I, that is pretty bad. But she seemed to be fully functional and okay by the end of the show. I totally <laughs> forgot about yeah, seriously. that. That's so great. I mean, not great that that, that happened, I know. that you mentioned it. Yeah, it was, um, yeah I don't know, man. Simon's, Simon's a weird one to unpack. And again, I keep coming back to the fact that, like, why leave his story unfinished? Why mm. leave his book unfinished? unclosed you know, know. or open <laughs> unclosed D- did uh, uh brenda uh, does she have any kids do you know i actually don't know I, yeah i don't know about her story her. i'm, I'm gonna guess she's like she's a family person like she's got a family and i'm just trying to think like throughout this whole show right the the, the 10 years um you know if, if she had a kid approximately the same age as any one of them so you could say like she's actually taking the most uh, uh, um, you know influence from, oh, from a certain like age group and yeah and and gender. This up or did, didn't you mention she adopted a kid i think there there, there was a piece of amazon trivia okay. that mentioned that um maybe she had been adopted or she had adopted her own kids mm. and therefore was like a big proponent of adoption okay. and Adult program, yeah. um, tried to sort of highlight that as we saw, I think in the last season, right? Where, Oh yeah. Put foster the program care. together. And, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't actually know, but that's actually a really interesting point. And it would be curious to know the answer to like, which like her own children or child, maybe like, whose contemporary of the characters was it Hmm. like was it a lucy contemporary a ruthie contemporary or she had a mary because right yeah because um because we've always said that i think brenda particularly um excels at writing lucy Hmm. i think lucy is written in a way that feels very real and like organic and Mm -hmm based in reality I agree. you know the Actually, way that yeah. she approaches things the things she says the way she says them particularly with her siblings and that relationship like it seems like the best well flushed out flushed out yeah character could it be just something she's taking from her own personal experience that's, as a kid that's what right I'm, yeah that, yeah that's, a that's good my point guess too. like yeah. maybe she was her own lucy in her mm-hmm. life yeah. or whatever yeah um but yeah it I don't know. I'm curious too. Interesting things to consider, I suppose, or ponder. Um, I'm pregnant. I'm supposed to be calm. I'm not calm. (laughs) You're never calm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I don't. I don't know. I feel. I feel like we pretty much like cover the season. Do we want to go around the horn and talk about um, most favorite and least favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually want. I want to say first, okay. If that's okay, yeah, um, no, please. My my favorite character, which I oh character, yes, okay. We're doing characters, all right. If if that's okay, we can jump to. That's fine. It's fine. We can we can hold off on characters, but I just wanted to point out that's true. I forget that we usually talk about like guest star roles Mm -hmm. and things like that. 
Um, of of the staple characters, I want to say Kevin is maybe my favorite for the season because wow. he is he's very involved. Um, he's in a he, he's I don't say he's a key character in a lot of the episodes, but definitely for me, he seems the most like level headed. He seems the most rational. He seems like the most uh, um, human actual like person <laughs> right of all of the people. He, like and and not he, from the snow globe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he does something really big where he changes his whole entire like like life. He quits his job for f- for his child. Like like holy crap! Like no normal person would do that. <laughs> but he is such a great guy. And I think actually a lot of people do that. It's but, called being a mom, a stay at home mom. <laughs> well, I, I mean, but he's a stay at home. Stay at home dad, which is very, I don't say rare, but yeah. not common at all. And I commend him for that. Like, and he, you still get elements of him being like, like a weird, I don't say weird, but of, of being like this, like this man figure, like every single time they talk about menstruation and like the female cycle, he just runs that out of the room. Was like, the I'm best. done. I'm that done. Really for Ruthie, all I said was cramps. <laughs> <He's> like, Bye. <laughs> so it, it's like, for me, he, he came off as, uh, as not just. A man's man, but also like someone that's actually uh, um, sensitive to to his family and uh, to his daughter. I mean, it's just like I love his character. I don't know. That's I kind of appreciate that. Like, I don't I don't think he gets any medals for being a stay at home dad, but I appreciate the fact that like you know he he is probably the most like realistic of everybody on that show. I especially appreciated his take on why Ruthie should go and travel and go to Edinburgh Mm -hmm. at 16 unsupervised. I thought that was like the most mature and the most like well-reasoned thing that maybe anyone has ever said on the show. Like to her specifically. um, Yeah. 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 So I don't know that he's my favorite, but I like respect that choice. (laughs) He's my favorite this season. Who's your least favorite? Or do you have one? Oh yeah. Rose. Oh, yeah, I guess that's she the right yeah. oh, God, She's the worst. Yeah. Oh. What about you, T? I'm going to say Rose is my favorite. Wow. Because she got great reactions out of me. She was true to her character. When <laughs> she was true. evil, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I don't care for the turnaround in the end that they made her such a, not a great person, but like, she came full circle mm-hmm. palatable yeah. i don't i don't care for that i i wish they stuck it out um because that again her doing that um 180 thing it's just yeah yeah it happened too fast yeah. that's what it is and that's why it doesn't sit well with me but i enjoyed that she can get this reaction out of me and yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to Rose. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna stick to Rose. Do she, you have a least true. favorite character? Is it also Rose? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Within the same yeah, because it's mm, a horrible human. From I her know. fake horrible fake smiles human. and like how like she hangs up the I phone know. instantly when when she's done with her train of thought and not yeah. giving anyone else like like a But wait a minute, the Camden suck at that. They, they never all say do that. bye. You're right. No one yeah. says yeah, bye. No one ever says bye. Kevin even points that out. He goes, Why doesn't anybody just start talking? But yeah, I think Rose is my favorite and one I hate the most. That's like, interesting. Yeah. So I have a I have a fun fresh take on my least favorite character, which I'll save. But so my most favorite character, I think, most favorite favorite, mm-hmm. um, is probably going to be Martin for me this season. Um, I know why. I think because for all of his like flaws as a person, mm-hmm. I think he really exhibited a lot of like emotional um 
like like the rainbow of emotions mm. you know like and i was just really in awe of the acting coming from him in this season like i was just like i was just like really enamored by tyler hoakland or hakelin however they're trying to pronounce his name like like his embodiment like of this guy of this kid who's like fucked up really who doesn't know what to do who knows he wants to do the right thing but doesn't know how to do that and yeah. martin is just this like super conflicted super tragic figure this season um who gets a little bit of a saving grace at the end when mm-hmm. he's there when mm-hmm. he shows up you know um when i thought counts, it was yeah. i thought it was a really interesting arc and like I was I was intrigued by it more so than I think anything else this season. His stubbornness. I is, was really intrigued by Martin yeah. and his whole thing. So he's my most favorite. My least favorite is that motherfucking Sam guy who keeps blaming Ruthie for why oh, he's single. Oh, that guy. Sam. Oh yeah. Fuck that kid. That that shithead. He's such dropped a her shithead. number on the floor. Yeah. Like fuck that guy. Totally hard. forgot about him. He's my least favorite character. Oh, what a, what a, nice. A weird guy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't know. Just, just Martin's character is, it's like, it just seems so weird that like the entire, almost the entire season, he like, not only he wanted to just kind of stick his he- head in the ground and ignore everything, but also kind of intentionally went out of his way to like, no, I don't want to even talk about this. I don't want to have anything to do it's like yeah but that's you would assume to his own insecurity yeah, yeah. you would assume his dad would have like basically like n- drilled in his head like this is not what a, a real man does this and is not did. what it yeah, towards the end of the episode but what his entire life his dad never taught him any good life lesson that he ended up like this okay but he, he could martin even says it like his dad was gone for most of his that's life that's true too yeah yeah you're right and and it's not like his mom didn't imbue him with good yeah. sense either but she true. died very young yeah. when she was very when he was very young and all and none he's of a this good guy. none of this is to say like yeah. he's not a good guy yeah. i think they raised him to be a very decent boy and he's he's his heart's always seems to be in the right, right place. place yeah i agree and he's a very good guy he's just it's just a tragic set of circumstances that befall him in this yeah. and his true character shows in the end when he's there like he like you know he's he struggles um with 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 finding out who his character is mm. pretty much the whole first yeah. half of the season right is like he's not he's not nice to sandy he refuses to talk to her he refuses to take responsibility yeah. because he's struggling he's grappling with with his sense of who he is, they did a good job. And with these that. circumstances mm. that he that have befallen him, if if he actually stepped up to the plate automatically, I don't think it I would have felt fake. It wouldn't be believable. I I like that he was yeah. this scared. Yeah, and he was trapped in it. Like he was really stuck there for a long time, denying it to Ruthie. Like never yeah. admitting it couldn't yeah. did because he's not ready to deal with the reality, sure. yeah. even though it's there and everyone's telling him. For for all of the times in the ten years of this yeah. show that they've dealt with t- teen pregnancy, unexpected teen pregnancy, mm. of all the times they've yes, dealt yes, with yes, it, yes, yes, yes. For I was the first this. time, they dealt with it in a way that felt meaningful, correct, and felt yeah. purposeful, yes. yeah. and felt like worth exploring you and know? honest. Yeah. yeah, it felt I, honest. I agree. And, and maybe that was this, that part, or that was the most interesting part of the season for me. It's like they actually not just uh, um, hinted towards a certain sensitive topic, like for one episode, it was a major theme of this entire yeah. season. Yeah. And and they got kind of, I mean, for, for Seventh Heaven, they got pretty real. 
Yeah. On yeah, a subject in the past true. where they were very sensitive of. I mean, shit, they never even mentioned the word condom before. I know. Now it's like they're getting deep in the woods. And I'm going to nice. go out on a limb and say that only Tyler Hoechlin could have carried that storyline. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Compared to any of the... Any of the no, other, no one else could have carried no. that. Simon would have like overacted his face off if this <laughs> happened to him. Like it would have been garbage. Like it would never happen to Ruthie because she's never going to kiss someone if she doesn't want to. Like for Lucy, they couldn't have done that because she's married. So mm. you know. Yeah. But I feel like it fits his character. It's yeah. Tyler. I mean, he it, he owned that storyline. Mm-hmm. I thought he brought it to life. I thought it was super important. And frankly, and I said it like the most intriguing storyline of the season for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's the only one that I felt like I cared about. Mm-hmm. Like the Rose shit was just like annoying. Yeah. The whole time I care about Martin, I'm like, can we be done with Rose already? Like yeah. I'm yeah. over it, you know? And maybe that's why we would all agree that the season started off strong and ended weak because of that. Because, because then it that, was that over. Yeah, yeah. it ended halfway finished, through. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's a good point. I can't believe he just left the show. I but then know. he comes back in season 11. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Martin. No, they were like, Tyler, baby, we need you. We got 13 episodes. Come home. <laughs> um okay so should we do favorite and least favorite episode or do we want to talk about that because i don't even know if that matters i don't even know if i have a favorite i know right Mm. for me it's rats out of the bag i'll just say that yeah most probably like i really enjoyed that episode for just what it was yeah i don't know if there's like a least favorite maybe gershwin or the mlk Mm. yeah no i don't mm. The Christmas one was weird. It might be. It might be Gershwin. No, Christmas was expected for it to be that cheesy. The best part about that Christmas episode was seeing the snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> was it really that bad? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would say the worst episode most probably is the last episode because it's like it's, nothing really oh, happens. It, yeah, it's just a wrap up. Yeah. yeah, and it was like so unbelievable. And to your point, it's like the worst cliffhanger. Like, why end a show on a cliffhanger? You know what? I'll say actually, I'll I'll go one further and I'll say twenty one is maybe my least favorite because it's truly nothing happens. In they could have just deleted that episode. Mm-hmm. That no episode was yeah. hot garbage. Yeah, <laughs> like. So unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, we, and we talked about this on the mm-hmm. air. Like, that whole episode could go away and nothing would be different. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And that makes so it maybe a, that's, yeah, that yeah, makes it my episode. least favorite. Yeah. 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 It's true. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So. Do you think it's appropriate to make any predictions for the next season? I, I think, I mean, I think we've sort of peppered our conversation with that. But certainly if you have any additional ones you want to talk about. I don't know. Um. I mean, you're saying that some of the key characters don't come back? We Well, yeah. So we know that just by looking at IMDb. DB, right, and we've yeah. known that from the start. Um, Lucy I, and Kevin are the only mainstays, like besides Annie and Eric. Right. Um, Ruthie is in a handful of episodes. Um, I don't think any of the Cam- other Camden kids appear. I know Sandy does. Sa- well, yeah, but I'm saying Camden kids. Like the twins. Really? You don't even see Simon? Oh, maybe the twins are there. Mm. Yeah, I guess like, the twins are there. Simon doesn't appear once? No. Sandy's there. She's full time. Uh, huh. Martin's full time. Mac is almost full time. Mac is back. Really? Mac is back full time. Um, but Simon is not full time, and I dare say he's not in it at all. What the? F- mm-hmm. mm. 
We know we're never seeing Jessica again. That's 100% sure. I'm hesitant to say we'll never see Matt again. I because we might. I know we're never seeing Sarah again, though. So take mm. that for what you will. Mm. Well, whatever, man. She's having twins. She's a doctor. Whatever. It's good. It's all good. Sure. Which is why I also don't think we see Matt ever again. Like if, if memory serves. They're doctors. They had babies. They're fine. Because they just yeah, like, push off that like storyline. Um, but mm. yeah. So that's so ultimately, clearly, like storyline wise. Where do you go from here? Yeah. I mean, if it's not even going to be about the Camdens, like, what is it about? You know, is okay, it just about Martin and Sandy? Like, season and eleven is going to turn into a drinking podcast again. <laughs> yeah. If we're going to go through this, we're going to have to make cocktails yes. again. <laughs> Deal. It's the only way we're going to get like through it. this. I like it. Signature oh, cocktails for every episode. I'm here for it. Oh man. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fun. We're just going to be a bunch of lushes on podcasts. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Prediction wise. It's hard because I know, I already know something, but I'm going to keep that to myself. Um, Watch you get a text from me. Okay, what do I want? I want there to be a chance for Ruthie and Martin to be together since they're going to be in this next season at some point. I right? would like that. I would like for them to have a chance at being together because that's one of the biggest like white whale moments for me is that they never got their chance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to find out who the fuck's baby that is yes yeah. like we need to know if yeah. that baby is simon why and how the math works out if it is like the whole timing yeah 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 i agree because yeah who's it has to like, be you his. can't be simon's I, right I, well i mean why not because they because they would have had sex months, months before, before she yeah. fucked martin mm-hmm. and showing way sooner than yes. she did yes that's, that's a good point good and point, had yeah. the baby way sooner than she did like mm-hmm. so it has to be his it has to be Martin. Yeah. Because yeah. from what we were told, like, she didn't have sex with anyone else between Simon, Simon and Martin. Simon and Martin. Right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But then she comes in at the end of this season and is like, we need to talk. Like, yeah. about what, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, I, I was going to remind you, did you want to read any of oh, the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get into that. So, okay, yeah. Um, we, we've done this maybe a few times before, but the Amazon Prime... Um, reviews tend to be like hilarious yes so i want to read a couple of the one stars that really um stood out to me and i feel like (laughs) we're really gonna relate to this one so this is from sergeant written on april 20th 2016 so slightly before we started doing this podcast okay I don't know why I continue to watch the series. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi, friend. Join the club. The acting is just abysmal. Kevin delivers lines as poorly as those talentless twin boys. Ruthie True. was a better actress at five than she is now at 15. Annie is the ultimate hypocrite. She is judgmental, rude, and obnoxious. They continue to demonize the only decent actor to ever grace the series, Jessica Beale, by making her character abandon her husband and child. They turn Simon into a completely pathetic loser that decides to marry a woman identical to his mother controlling rude obnoxious don't even get me started on Stephen collins when this show aired originally i had long given up before season 10 now i'm watching it a decade later to see exactly why at least now i can skip over the really boring preachy liberal agenda portion yeah that's <laughs> great sorry, liberal agenda <laughs> yeah i don't know where that happened but like we feel you sergeant we feel you yeah. yes um, Thanks for chatting. And then in. we have okay. This is one of those like you know what I'm going to save it for the end. I'll read. I'll read a couple. Um, there's a two star review. Seems like the show is nothing more about the Camden kids sleeping with someone. They should have stopped about the seventh or eighth season. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Don't disagree. Eighth, Don't yeah. disagree. 
Um, all right. Now we've got a couple positive ones. How dare you? Okay, so The Virtues of Season 10, written by Duleen C. And on September 12th, 2016, so about a month before we launched our podcast. Wow. I just finished watching my DVDs of Season 10. It was so good and addictive that I finished it within two weeks. I was really impressed with the handling of the story about Martin and Sandy and also Ruthie's reaction. Admittedly, I didn't really like Ruthie Camden's character in the earlier seasons, but she came to be one of the more interesting Camden kids. I especially enjoyed her character in season 10 and the episodes related to her and Martin. I just really liked how this season developed the various personal dramas and has continued to stick to its philosophy about the virtues and serious commitment of marriage and having a family. I only have one season left to watch, but I have to say I have really loved this show. (laughs) Good for you. So this is somebody who obviously came to this show 10 years later, like for the first time and is loving it. So more power to you, man. Yes, seriously, <laughs> wow. yeah. Cool shit. <laughs> um, so I do want to read um, this one review. So I think the last time we did this, the last time we read these reviews, there was one in particular that was like kind of just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> mm. And there's another one, and it's just so random and so great that I'm really inspired to read it. Um, so this is by someone named Sinterklaas. Oh, <laughs> oh written, I like this. Written on August 4, 2017. So, season 10, episode 11, got into a weird presentation about the felony tax-evading, slave-mongering, hate-mongering against male citizens, war-mongering for purposes of sacrificing yet more male lives in a foreign wars created for the purpose, male baby-raping, belligerent, blaspheming, religion gangs, efforts to subvert millennial human end-of-year celebrations into a promotion for their antisocial population littering demands. <laughs> Sentence one. Whoa. <laughs> That it centers on a newborn boy whom a very few months later they celebrate the torture, maiming, and murder inflicted on him by the equivalent felony religionists of Jesus Nazarenus environment and compounds in the offensiveness of that population littering promotion. The episode ignores the reality of the non-religious offensiveness of that population. No. Of the non-religious humane Sinterklaas who did such things as providing a lump of coal to impoverished children in his geography so that they might have a bit of warmth in the bleak cold winters of northern Europe and perhaps even a rare hot meal. Um, oh, later subverted by, melon- by felony religionists into a pretense that a lump of coal represented an insult to bad little boys and girls and diverted by Eric into a relocation to the felony religionist St. Nicholas as if that were the origins of Santa Claus. Wow. <laughs> It ignores the reality of the Feast of Light celebrated for thousands of years prior to the Holy Roman Umpire's perversities. (laughs) Perhaps even worse, it ignores the Zion perversity of demanding that others donate to the enrichment of the felony tax-evading religion gangs and to claim credit for the gangs rather than the donors by proselytizing recipients of other generosity into the human and civil rights abrogation abrogations of organized religion as with the subversion of human celebrations into criminal gang perversities this episode requires a one-star rating (laughs) wow that's like that's like the highest horse you could sit on dude (laughs) (laughs) felony tax evading religion gangs (laughs) it was 
I want that on a banner. <laughs> I mean, religion gang, religion gang. <laughs> there might be some truth to what he's saying. It's like, hey, the story of Saint Nick isn't just all roses and rainbows, but. I mean, why put it here? Why stand I, on your soapbox on a Seventh Heaven episode? Which, which is hilarious, Very too, strange. because it's like, he clearly watched the episode. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> so, well, I mean, maybe maybe this show attracts, you know, religious... Haters? I want, well, I don't say haters, but extremists in their own weird way, right? Sure. I think this show came around and the reason it was so successful is because it came around at the right time right like it came around in the late 90s Mm -hmm. where there really was nothing like it on television not at least not in prime time on a major network that's true yeah that's true it was like perfect family fodder you know yeah and it they just they just kept kept going you know I don't know if you've read this uh, trivia, but it says at the start of the series' 10th season, this became the longest-running family drama on television, beating out Little House of the Prairie and The Waltons, both of which aired for nine seasons. That's mm-hmm. that's a big deal, man. Mm-hmm. It was at yeah. the time. Yeah. Now it's like there's Whatever. a million shows like that. Yeah. Well, not a million, but Supernatural and Grey's Anatomy have both outlasted it. They've outlasted it, but... Family mm. drama? Oh, did they right? say family yes, drama? Yes, 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 oh, yes. Okay. Longest running family drama on television. So is it still there? Yeah, I wonder. It says at the start of of, of series. Season 10. Yes. So I don't know. Well, that's just because it outlasted at point, the, yeah. the, the yeah. nine seasons. But yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like So like obviously there was an audience for it and shit to come back for let's do an 11th season, right? It's, <gasps> yeah. There must be some I demand. Mean, the, the, way that, the way that I've read about it is just simply that you know the show the it was getting really expensive to produce mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. the end of season 10 and it was going to and it was over and then the CW came in and because the ratings were so high and all That's that crazy. shit they yeah. were like okay we'll keep you on for 13 more episodes mm-hmm. and i think it made sense for C- for the CW because they were like a new network right so they had to sort of keep like make that transition smooth mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so you know a lot of shows ended up in that category like this one um gilmore girls would have been canceled oh but they came Mm. in they didn't renew asps and daniel's contract yeah but they kept the show on um you know into that one more year true because like i think dawson's creek was already gone at this point too it would have been yeah Mm. it came in in 96 and it was gone by 04 i think yep i was like i think i was still in high school or no sorry 80 98 and it was gone by 04 yeah, I want to watch Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Creek is all a over fun again one. just to see if it still holds up. It doesn't. <laughs> Damn it! I recently rewatched the first episode and it was like meh. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, there is one thing I, I would like to quote Eric uh, for this next season. Sure. <laughs> um, where I believe he said, uh, um, "If uh, if you don't expect anything out of people, you'll never be di- you'll you'll never truly be." Di- disappointed and i think that's what we uh, or at least what i would like to do is not expect anything much out of season 11 and maybe i'll be less disappointed because i'm not expecting some some something great something i guess like it's like what do you expect like what can we expect like how can this show like 
Sure, it could be better than season 10, maybe, but how much better no. and how? Right? I have no how? expectations. That's why yeah. I'm bringing in alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> I genuinely, and I think I was, because I was about to open my mouth and be like, I never expect anything from this show, but I do, though. And, and I have to remind myself that I expect it to be a television show. And, At the very least, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's disappointed me on that front several times, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so you're right that I need to let it go, and especially for this extra pinky toe season i just need to you know just say it is gonna be whatever it's gonna be and it might not be a television show and it might be hot garbage or it might be funny or i might laugh and i or i might have a moment where i get emotional and just that's then that's that's what it'll be (laughs) you won't be disappointed if if you don't make any expectations yeah yeah i guess yeah we'll see yeah we have to not care interesting (laughs) Well, thank you both for your insights, and thank you, Audic, especially for joining us one last time. My pleasure for a season recap. I'm I'm truly gonna miss this. It's it's yeah. it's it's been great. It's been fun. Um, I mean, I wish, uh, you know, we could do this again sometime in the future, maybe for a better show. No. <laughs> but um, I, well, uh, maybe. we'll talk off mic. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. But yeah, but um, it's been fun and. Uh, Thank you for letting me do this, and I all the hours that I've listened to both of you, I mean, rant and and rave and yeah, you'll get like twenty two tan- more tangents <laughs> and all that good stuff. I'm kind of sad it's going to go away. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, of course, anytime. Uh, that's going to do it for us, folks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Until next time, where we will be diving in to season oh, eleven, no. the finale. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.